Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local, mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley Pickle. Hi, Greg Tepper. Hi. I, I have something. Can you put the camera on yourself? Because I want to get the instant reaction on this. Oh, no, 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 no. Can you just put... No, just please? I don't like this. Okay. I, just please? I just got a text message from a number I don't recognize, and all it says is Luca is the goat. Today... Darn it! <laughs> ...is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Eight days until Thanksgiving... Uh, happy birthday to Rachel McAdams. Uh, and oh, uh, oh, oh! Also, um, Brent Holman's son, uh, Gavin. Oh, happy birthday! With Gavin. the awesome hair, happy thirteen birthday, today, a teenager today. Nice. So happy birthday! You've got the lettuce. Yeah, the lettuce. The lettuce is thirteen. Uh, <laughs> it's episode one thousand two hundred eighty-four. Sitting on my right, it's Greg Powers. Next What's little up, lovely. y'all? Hey, buddy. It's good to see you. Great to see y'all. Um, we were having a conversation beforehand, and something I, w- I want to make sure I want to close the loop here. Um, another concert, another concert that I think that it's bad. It's, it's possible to have a bad time at. Pat Green. Yes, okay. I've seen Pat Green he, twice, three times. If maybe? he finishes his show, that's the big question. Which is a which is it's a not dicey often. proposition <laughs> sometimes because that man is sponsored by Miller Lite. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, on today's show, guys, we got this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Then. Back half the show, Powers caught up with the big offensive lineman of those golden sandstorm. Offensive lineman Caden Carr from Amarillo. We will hear from Caden Carr coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Christo Fire 100, uh, retired Terry S. Crawford, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. We will sort this out Yeah. of who that is. But for now, I'm going to say 11 and 0 Abbott Panthers. Yeah. Big game this weekend. <laughs> we will sort this out. Identify yourself, other Terry Crawford, <laughs> so that we know how to deal with this. All right. <clears throat> uh, are we doing this when we're recruiting first, or are we doing mm-hmm. something else? Okay, fine. <clears throat> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. 
this weekend recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. It makes you feel good. Don't forget about them on Thanksgiving. If you need to pick up some sides. Ooh, that's not no. bad. That's yeah. a smart play. That is really smart. Yeah. No, I might have to. Or like, especially like appetizers. We've got, we got, we got, we got, got a family call tomorrow to discuss like the. Full, Dude, that like, is serious. Coming in for a landing. You are not lying. You're, you weren't joking. You guys are serious about Thanksgiving. Oh, I have a whole, I've had, like a, a I have a whole Word document. Yeah, dude. You think I'm some fly by night? Dude, no. Thanksgiving's my Thanksgiving is my Super Bowl. I'm going with the. We're trying the Greenberg turkey this year. Ah, uh, nice. Okay. All right. We I will. I will. I will need a review. We didn't do the mm-hmm. Cajun turkey that you recommended. We did try the Greenberg, and thanks to Texas assistant coach Chris Gilbert, <laughs> uh, point me in the right direction. Whoa. Hopefully. What a weird life we lead. <laughs> uh, uh, this week in recruiting, Greg Powers, next level athlete. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. Let's go to 2023 Lake Belton. Safety and off outside linebacker Javion Wilcox. Uh, he's got an in-state. He's got a couple of in-state offers this week from UTSA and SMU. Um, there's a lot of things you may not have heard of in this in this sentence. <laughs> One of them is Javion Wilcox, which is fine. Just a just a junior this year, still kind of rising up the recruiting charts. But also Lake Belton, the newest program down there in Central Texas. Uh, but uh, he is a guy who can help put this young program uh, on the map. We had uh, Lake Belton head coach Brian Cope on a few weeks back to kind of talk about his program, which direction they were going in. And Wilcox is one of those guys who really jumped out to me on tape, and he agreed that he was going to be a big-time guy. And and now it's nice to start to see some of those offers start to come in. UTSA and SMU are very perceptive and uh, seem to get a head start on some of the the fast-rising talent in the state of Texas. And Wilcox, I think he's got two offers – just people who are going to look at the recruiting notebook this week and see his photo may just offer him based on his physical attributes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude is fearsome. And he plays that way on tape. He's a headhunter at safety who probably has the size and frame to move up into the box at the next level. And I think that's where colleges um, are starting to look to look at him. And if you want to read more on Javion Wilcox, we have some comments from Coach Cope, who kind of gives a deep, d- deeper dive on what he's bringing to the table in this week's notebook. Yeah, that is uh, a, a name to know. There is Javion Wilcox. The uh, uh, they call him Boom. But yeah, isn't that a great, <laughs> that excellent, so an excellent good. defensive nickname? <laughs> yeah, like if you're, I feel like if you're a quarterback and your nickname's Boom, that's not necessarily not amazing. Same. No. But if you're a safety and your nickname's Boom, love it. Go, things are going well for you. <laughs> Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is Julian Humphrey, the Clear Lake cornerback, um, who is a DTTF four-star prospect. He's the number 20 in our Dave Campbell's Texas Football Hot 100, which you can find at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. He has committed to Georgia. He had offers. He was most seriously considering Texas A&M and LSU, but he decides to go with the number one team in the land presently, the Georgia Bulldogs. Um yeah, I mean, this is this strikes me as that kind of big corner that everybody's right. after right now, and he's certainly got all the tools to be elite. I should have researched this, but I'm almost positive that Julian Humphrey was one of those guys who was picked in the class of 2022 Top 25 DCTF Rising Magazine back mm-hmm. in, what, circa 2018 maybe, something like that. So he's been a, a name who's been on our radar 
for a while now, and uh, he, you know, he played both ways at, at Clear Lake before really settling in as a cornerback recruit at the next level. He racked up over 30 offers throughout the the recruiting process, and um, he's just that type of guy. You know, he was a one-time Florida commit. We had a, we profiled him a few weeks back, and, and kind of predicted that he would end up at Georgia based on the timing of everything. And um, he he just has the hip flexibility, the size the speed and just the overall ball skills to be one of those guys who could not only excel in college, but excel at a program like Georgia. And I, I think he's a guy that will hear his name called on NFL draft day one day, mm. you know, that that's the type of skill that he's bringing to the table. Um, love the way he's grown within that program. He's a guy who knows he's good now. And that's the attitude that you have to play with entering a program like UGA. That's number one in the country and to lock down, you know, if you're matching up with Jamison Williams, Mm-hmm. On the other side of the football, who's going to be one of the top two picks probably in the draft this year? If those are the type of guys that you're matching up with week in and week out, you got to play with the chip on your shoulder. And Humphrey un- understands now that he has the talent to match up with anyone. Yeah, most certainly, he is a guy certainly to keep an eye on as he's heading to the SEC with the Georgia Bulldogs. We're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved the conversation hashtag TF Today. Let's start with our let's move on to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week. We talked about this last night at dinner. Uh, post-outside linebacker and defensive end Isaiah Crawford uh, had a couple of days ago decommitted from Baylor. He has committed to Texas Tech. Uh, this this feels like it's got Joey McGuire's fingerprints all over it, right? I think we're going to be talking about Texas Tech a lot more. Mm. Don't you? Like, I well, get that feeling now. Like, well, this is two weeks in a row. He, Joey McGuire, we, we talked about it. We talked about how... He strikes us as the kind of guy who is going to go out there and the guys that we really like and we're like, hey, like those hidden gems that we think could be could be those those stars at the next level that's not getting enough attention. He's the one who's going to mine those. And Isaiah Crawford, especially ticks all the boxes, right? West Texas, small school, big time playmaker. Got to keep him home, and that's what he did here. Future DCTF four-star Isaiah Crawford. Mm. We dropped three five-stars yesterday, the first three five-stars in the class of 2023. That was at checking in at number one, Allen defensive end DJ Hicks. Number two, El Campo running back Ruben Owens. Mm-hmm. And number three, Denton Ryan linebacker Anthony Hill. Uh, we're going to follow that up with some – more four stars to be announced in the coming days and isaiah crawford will be one of those names i'll go ahead and give you a spoiler on Mm. that uh at the time that he committed to baylor we actually reflected that this is the type of guy that texas tech couldn't afford to lose now lo and behold you know fast forward the clock a couple months a few months into the future and he's flipped his commitment from baylor to texas tech essentially these are the guys that they need to get and you know, if Texas Tech wants to be relevant on the defensive side of the football, you can't let a superstar from West Texas go to Baylor, right? Yeah, like that's a that's a loss that you really can't afford to have. And they've picked up five commitments in the Joey McGuire era thus far, and four of those come on the defensive side of the ball. And I think that's important to note. But to me, out of the, all the guys that they've gained commitments from, he's the best one so far. Has the most upside. Could be a true speed rushing presence in that Texas Tech defense that can get after the quarterback and you know be a constant pain um, to Big Twelve offenses. So yeah. this was this was a big this was a huge deal, and that's why he is the underclassman of the week. It does. It feels like a real 
like a real canary in the coal mine there for for tech of like what they want to do is a guy like this. That's the guy you gotta win. You gotta win a guy like Isaiah Crawford. If he's in your backyard and he's this kind, he ticks all those boxes. You gotta keep him. Home. It's just an interesting story in Lubbock yeah. to me. You know, they got the win last week over Iowa State. Um, they picked up five recruiting wins in you know the first 10 to 12 days that Joey McGuire's been the head coach there and what they've done is they've shown that they're not afraid to go after he's they're not afraid to go after Baylor commits where he just left right like right he knows that he has to compete with Baylor Baylor's at the top of the big 12 right now or towards the top and you know he he's basically has his foot stamped down on the gas pedal right now and they're going after everybody yeah he is certainly a star in the making there in isaiah crawford uh there at post let's round it all out with our recruit of the week our recruit of the week is that right yeah our recruit of the week is rockwall quarterback brayden luck brayden luck of course is a longtime commit to mississippi state uh he is noteworthy this week because he is now uh six a's all-time leading passer in court in touchdowns Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that one. Yeah, he passed De'Ara King in 6A, uh, the highest classification, rather. Uh, And he is now second in 6A. Is that right? Yep. Second in 6A in passing leaders, as far as uh, passing yards for a career is concerned. He's at 10,838. He is now the 30th member of the 10,000 passing yards club in Texas high school football. And 128 touchdowns is now the most in Texas high school football 6A history. Believe it ranks about, I'm doing some quick math, maybe 15th. He's one behind Scotty Young at Denton Ryan. Uh, But certainly a name that you should know uh, is is Rockwall quarterback Braden, Braden Locke just continues to put up big numbers. And they have a big matchup this weekend with the Soto I know that that's a game that a lot of people are really excited to see the outcome of pitting up two really explosive offenses there Mm -hmm. right like that's going to be a kind of like a must-see game in the DFW area that that's one that you know Gosh, what do you think? What are you predicting on the final score on that one? Oh, geez, Um, not Uh, 10-7. What would you set the over under at? Let's start at ninety. 90 and a half. So there's going to be some points scored. There's going to be some points. It will cuz cuz both these offenses are outstanding and both these defenses um have been vulnerable at times. So Locke is just one of those guys who I would describe as a smooth operator, mm-hmm. right? He just seems to be able to make the right decisions almost all of the time and he doesn't play under any kind of great panic. Mm-hmm. And you notice that right away during his sophomore season. He had, you know, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigbo on that team. Um, and they beat Allen that year in the playoffs. And a lot of the accolades did go to sure. JSN, right? Because he was the number one player in the state. But they wouldn't have been in a position to knock off Allen and, and rack up all these victories of the last three seasons. He threw for 4,300 yards yeah. that year. Without a guy like Braden Locke who showed what he was capable of at a very young age. I think Mississippi State's getting a steal in lock. And, and as I told you, we're updating all the rankings list this, you know, these in the next couple of weeks as we prepare for national, the early signing period in December. He's a guy who's going to move up the list a little bit. He's, he's just, he's really special. And I think maybe we take him for granted. You know I what I mean? I think the, I, the, I feel the same way. That's exactly how I feel. I think he's I think he's a guy that because he's been around for so long, he feels like he's it's him. Like we take him, we take Garrett Rangel for granted. We yep. take all these quarterbacks who are like four year, three year starters. 
like we're just like, oh, I think in some respects we took Demetrius Davis for granted. Like towards the end, it was like, man, that kid was super special. And it's like Braden Locke is super special, and he's been he's been doing it his whole career. And a guy that, uh, yeah, in Mississippi State, they're going to be pleased as punch to bring he's him. He's been in. giving us Texas high school football gifts now for three yeah. years, and he's just been fun to watch. And we will miss him when he's gone. But uh, now he's got his name etched in etched in stone in the Texas high school football record books. Yeah, a guy who always brings us Texas high school football gifts is Greg Powers, next level athlete. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter, G Powers Scout. Follow next level athlete on Twitter. Pickle is smiling. She's laughing so hard. Um, uh, next level athlete, uh, uh, Twitter, next level D1. See his final work, TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stick around because I will need you to inter, uh, introduce the next segment. I'll be here. Thanks. We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hey, Pickle. Yes. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has teamed up with Parker University Sports and Performance Centers and Synapse Human Performance Centers to honor some game-winning decisions from across the state of Texas. And we got a big one from week number fought the entire game, but it wasn't until late in the fourth that they were in striking distance of the win. With eight minutes remaining in the game, quarterback Savion Red accounted for every yard on the 58-yard game-clinching drive, including the game-tying two-point conversion. The Gophers defense earned a well-needed three-and-out before Savion Red picked up a live fumble and found the end zone for the game-winning score. He is our recipient of the Parker University game-winning decision of the year from Dave Campbell's Texas, or game-winning decision of the week, rather, from Dave Campbell's Texas football. Parker University Sports and Performance Centers and Synapse Human Performance Centers treat athletic injuries and provide sports rehabilitation to help get athletes competing as fast as possible. Learn more at SynapseHPC.com. That's S-Y-N-A-P-S-E-H-P-C.com. And congratulations to Savion Red uh, there with the Grand Prairie Gophers. They made a little bit of history because that was Grand Prairie's first playoff win since 1989. Wow. So certainly worthy of being the Parker University game-winning decision of the week. Powers, who'd you talk to this week, bud? We caught up with the newest Texas Tech commitment, 2023 offensive lineman Caden Carr from Amarillo High School. Picked the Red Raiders over offers from schools like TCU, SMU, Oregon, and more. Um, Another big commitment for Joey McGuire and the Red Raiders. Here is Greg Powers' conversation with Caden Carr of Amarillo here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, TexasFootball.com, and like every week, we're joined by one of the state's top prospects, and this week, it's Caden Carr. Uh, thanks for joining us, Caden. Sure, I'm glad to be here. Man, I, I don't want to bury the lead this week. I Big news for you happened. You decided to go ahead and pull the trigger with the commitment, and you decided to stay out in West Texas, and you're going to be playing your college football at Texas Tech. Won't you just kind of recap um, what – role was played in your decision-making process and what was it about the Red Raiders that really jumped out to you? So I want to say it kind of goes back to my sixth grade year. My brother was a senior going through high school, kind of doing the whole recruiting thing. He kind of had a late jump to the process, but he ended up going to Tech, went go there to play tight end. He kind of started the brand of the Carr family right there. So me just kind of growing up, I've always had Tech in my mind. 
And then uh, I really always just had taken my mind. And then now that McGuire got hired, love his energy. He was one of my top, my one of my first followers on Twitter ever. I'll always remember that. That's what's funny. Him and uh, Coach Blanchard, those were one of the first guys. So, I, I mean, I love what he's going to do the program. What he spoke to me about is he's going to change things around there. He brings a fire mentality. That's what I like. That's how my high school coach is right now. I kind of like that fiery mentality, get things going, get things done. Uh, I just really love what they're going to do, and I want to be a part of it. You mentioned Coach McGuire, and I think a lot of people saw, even those people who really aren't familiar with Coach McGuire, saw the passion kind of come through even in his introductory press conference. You know, he was, seemed really fired up to be the head coach there. Is that something that you feel like translates over um, to the recruiting process? Because I think you're the fifth commitment, like in a matter of, 10 days, it seems like things are, you know, really hot there right now. Yeah, I bet the guys that also committed before their guys along with me, I bet they thought the same thing as I did. I love the mentality he brings. You see a bunch of coaches do it, but not a lot like him. I was, I was watching this video of him at, uh, was it Cedar Hill? Yep. Yep. I watched that full video of him getting his team ready to play. And uh, that's, just the, that's just the guy he is, and that's the type of coach that I want to play for. And along with Tech, that's just uh, the environment, how passionate the fans are about football. You can just tell. I went to every single one of my brother's games. Even if you're playing at an away game, Tech's gonna, Texas Tech is going to bring their crowd. You'll always hear them. They'll be known. Yeah, no doubt about that. I've been to a couple Texas Tech games myself, and the energy there is always pretty high. You mentioned your brother. Why don't you go ahead and, and say who your brother's name and then what did you learn from him not only going through the recruiting process, but also being a college athlete, I'm sure that that probably gives you a little bit of an advantage to just kind of know what it takes to be successful in college. It does. It is amazing to have an older brother set the path for that, for me like that. Normally kids, you you know, maybe like old, old, only child that don't, or their parents don't go play, so they're the only ones doing it. So he kind of paved the path for me and uh, opened me up to this stuff early. Like I said, I was sixth grade when he was starting his journey. So uh, I've been just grinding and then I didn't really see it earlier, but I definitely see it now. And I appreciate him for that. Kind of talk about your development out there on the field. I mean, you're a prospect who has been on our radar personally for a while. You have already made, you know, some debuts in the DCTF magazines and that kind of stuff. So you're a guy who we know about, but just talk about this season. How do you feel like um, you started to take your game to the next level, so to speak, to get ready for college. What are you doing well out there? Uh, I said it to myself this last uh, offseason. I was still a sophomore, and it was uh, in the spring, and I told myself, I was like, I'm about to be a junior. I was like, I got to I gotta step it up and get ready. And I've, I remember that since the every single practice, every single day of this game. I'm, a guy, I'm the type of guy to bring energy to the field and off the field. That's just kind of the guy I am. I'm so super passionate about football. Uh, I, I just love the game. It's literally every single second of my life I'm thinking about something for football. The most time that I get, I'm out there with the guys on my team. We're out on the field practicing and doing stuff like that, working on our technique, our fundamentals. It's awesome to have a atmosphere of guys that can help you around and love what you do, and they love I don't, it too. I know your body's still developing. You're You're a young player, and you're already a big guy. Um, do you feel like there's a natural fit for you on the next level, or did they kind of give you a roadmap of how they see you fitting into their schemes there, 
once you arrive on the college scene? Okay, so uh, my dad's always told me this. You normally see the stereotypical O-lineman being your big, fat, slow guy. I can say that, but uh, I, I've always tried to be the, be the different guy, be more quick, athletic, not as, not as the stereotypical huge lineman. So I've always been working towards that. I've done, I do probably a thousand jump rope a night, run a mile with my dad. I've been doing that since probably sixth grade. Wow. So kind of, that's kind of my training and how I approach things. I want to be more of a quick instead of a necessarily like big guy. Uh, I know you got a teammate there that's also being recruited by Texas Tech, Eric Gray. After you made your commitment, did you start to get in his ear a little bit and say, hey, this is O-line of the future, man. Come join me in college. Every, every single second. I've always had since probably eighth grade when I, we went to the same middle school. He was in eighth grade. I was in seventh grade. But we've always had like a long relationship. Uh, I mean, we've been, we've been friends for a while now. And starting to – I play next to him on the O-line. That's just that just even builds it bigger. I'm definitely gonna try to get him over to the Red Raiders. What have you learned from him? He's got a year of experience under his belt on you, so I'm sure that he probably took you under his wing once you came up on the varsity squad. A ton. I remember my freshman year. He was a sophomore. I had just got moved up to the. They announced to me that I was gonna be playing in the scrimmage with varsity. So once I was, I switched to the. They have a freshman field and the varsity field. And I switched over to the varsity turf. The, the freshman had to practice on the grass. And the varsity, <laughs> the, the varsity got the turf. So uh, when I made that transition, Eric was uh, – he was fired up, but I knew that he was going to be – I mean, he was going to be on me a little bit. He wanted me to – he was pushing me. He knew what I could be. Uh, and he does that every single day. Still to this day, we push each other. He pushes me. He's a super outstanding leader to our football team, and he has been since his sophomore year. When I think of Amarillo, man, I, you know, I've been actually covering high school recruiting in Texas going on 20 years now. So I've seen a lot of the guys come through the program there, go on yeah. to play in college. But when I think of the school, I think uh, hardworking, blue-collar type of mentality. And I don't know, no matter who the coach has been there, that seems to be like the the mind frame of what the team is about. Is that truly how it is there? And that's our, that's kind of, our, our motto is keep KTA, keep tradition alive. So that's what that's what these coaches are preaching into us, and that's what all these kids are about, just hard workers in the weight room, out on the field, even in the classroom, they preach it. They preach it everywhere, which is awesome. It's just – it's kind of like you said. It's like things – that's how they've always been, and it's awesome to be a part of. Big game coming up this weekend. I think you guys got Colleyville Heritage. Is that right? We do. You got to match up with the DFW team. I mean, what's the focus of the team? What's the mindset of the team? right now heading into this game. I know that you just got out of practice, so you guys probably had a big yeah. big night tonight. We did. We're getting ready. We've been we've been preparing since we took the win against Delval. Uh we've been we've just been approaching it like like these past two I mean they they have our number. These past two years they've got us in the second round. So this year we're gonna go down and prove a statement that eight oh six can compete with the DFW teams. Whenever you uh think about like your ideal scenario out there on the field, uh, is, is there a play that you hope that your coaches are going to call? Is, it's like your favorite play or, you know, you're like, man, this is this is the number I want to hear. Oh, yeah, 100%. And if, what is that play? What do, you, what do you like to run? I'm pulling. I'm pulling. <laughs> opening, it's an opening drive, opening drive, and I'll see the signal on the sideline. It's, that means it's go time right there. 
man, I, I can't wait to watch some more of that in the future, not only this weekend on the high school field on the gridiron or another Friday Night Lights, but once you transition to college, Caden, I can't wait to see you up open up some of those holes for your college teammates, man. Thanks for the time, and you did a great job with the interview tonight, and uh, we can't help but root for you going forward. For sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Fast scans, happy fans. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the official digital ticketing solution of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Simplify your school's ticketing with Hometown, providing schools nationwide with the best options for digital ticketings for their events. Visit their website at hometownticketing.com to learn how they can make digital ticketing possible at your school. That's hometownticketing.com. There is Amarillo Offensive Lineman Caden Carr joining us here on Texas Football Today. Uh, Good dude. Good dude. Uh, New Texas Tech commit out there in West Texas. Excited to see. They've got a game this week, don't they? They've got... Colleyville Heritage. Heritage. Colleyville Heritage. Okay. We'll see how it all goes. I think... I I don't know. There's something about... Colleyville Heritage is really good. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's an older Amarillo team this year. I think that's going to be their veteran ball. It's going to be a slugfest. It will. Oh yeah, it's going to be physical. It is not for the faint of heart. They've lost that area around game. I think the last two seasons. Yeah, and they're out to prove. They're out to prove. Yeah, something. they're out to prove something this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, interesting game. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Do you need to sneeze? Man, I thought it was coming. Like I really that was that was painful. Mm. Not good. Um, we did have a question for Powers that we're mm. just going to throw out there. Um, Owen Allen, have you heard any any stuff on uh, the South Lake running back? Because I know I think he became like the top rusher in South Lake history. Um, can not I just too long can ago. I just go on record? Sure. And I've said this in multiple other uh, occasions uh, in multiple other platforms. I think that guy might be like the most literally the most underrated player oh, yeah. in the state because he got it got overshadowed by Quint Ewers and I the, mean, the whole being, quarterback situation. Yeah, it's right? like the whole thing with South Lake got really really he's just he's, overshadowed. He's so steady, and it's like he's I don't know. So I don't know what the what the deal is. This is that's a perfect example of a guy that I really like. That like, obviously recruiters are not flocking to him, so they see something that I don't. Um, is it is it a size thing? Is it just he's a little he bit, is a little tiny. Size? Yeah. Well, first off, we we do like <clears throat> Owen Allen, and we have we've had a recent semi recent update with him. So I'm just pulling it up to you know be factual mm-hmm. in which schools are, have been recruiting them the hard him the hardest so far. Uh, I I do think that he's a college level player. I think he might just be slightly outside of like what you would consider as like a a hot 100 mm-hmm. type of guy. So but he's been in our list before, you know. He was one of the guys who was on that top 25 list because he started as a freshman. He was on the top 50 mm-hmm. list as a sophomore and now as things have progressed, some guys have passed him by and I think one thing that's going to be really important from him for him from a recruiting standpoint is to get some verified track times and or mm-hmm. 40 times at camps. Mm-hmm. That's kind of going to be what sets him apart. And, and just like reading through this update that Guy Frazier filed back on September 1st, SMU has been the school that's been in the, you know, the closest contact with him so far. So he, he's going to catch some college attention. And yeah. with a lot of now schools in Texas moving up mm-hmm. to D1 mm-hmm. slash FBS, there's going to be a lot more opportunities for guys to play at that I level think. in the States. So I think I'm he's excited a, I think about that. He's a steal for somebody. Sure. I, think, I mean, he's just he's one of those guys that I think. Um, he reminds me of how we looked at uh, Kedrick Cobbs from yeah. Denton Guyer mm-hmm. a little Where bit. Like, of, this like, guy's awesome. He's undersized, but someone give yeah, him yeah. an offer. Like, he's closing UNT in on 1,700 still. yards this yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's again. he's amazing. And I remember watching him back when he was a sophomore at um, 
against DeSoto in the area round, and yeah. it was like, oh my, great. what is this little guy doing? He was, <laughs> He's so he good. Was, he was like district MVP yeah. in his sophomore year. Yeah. The great, or he was uh, a freshman that year. Line from Guy in his story: When the lights are the brightest, his in-game activity is undeniable. He's a, yeah. And he's, that's a perfect description for him, I think. He he's <clears throat> he's the kind of guy that I think, unfortunately, not unfortunately, Riley Dodge is not complaining about having a guy like Katie Anderson. <laughs> but like, if this was a team that, if you played a Katie, we'd be going nuts over him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because just be stylistically, and I think people look at Carroll and they think quarterbacks, and it's right. like, oh, uh, you know, they've had the, they've had a run of good good running back. Aaron Luna was an awesome running back. Here's another thing, just to note, and I'll preface this with saying that colleges have access to huddle tape that is not public mm -hmm. right they have <clears throat> if you have a highlight tape that's not public colleges can access it mm -hmm. they see it but south lake is not a school because they're in the state championship hunt that is going to make all of their huddle tape available for you mm. to see until after the season is done and alan's highlight tape may be one of those that people are like oh wow where did this guy come from we didn't really have a chance to see him before but it's mm -hmm. you're going to get a chance to look at that you know whenever their season wraps up interesting yeah, that's Anything some else, like, legit recruiting <clears throat> insight there. Powers, good job. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't act so surprised. <clears throat> I don't love your tone there. It's like, you actually did something good. Good job. Like, do you want to come tussle his hair or something? We only watched about a thousand tapes to write this DTF Rising magazine, which you yeah. have to see the cover of and you have to read. It's going to be great this year. Yeah, I think we're going to reveal the cover next week. So yeah. there's a little tease. Awesome. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hey, Powers, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, thanks to Amarillo. Offensive lineman Caden Carr for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give Player of the Year trophy tomorrow. The picks, butt groove guide, a lot of fun stuff tomorrow on Texas Bowl today. <laughs>